0: Welcome aboard, space travelers. Please lower your harness and keep your hands and arms inside the vehicle at all times. Prepare for blast-off.
1: hello and welcome back to discover dlp with myself nick and myself paul and i didn't change the order of doing it because we're just following up the record from the last one (laughs) yeah so we're just going straight into it but um yeah this has ended up into a two-parter so we just talked about the last episode our recent trips and how great they were and uh there's been a few bits of news and stuff like that so we thought we'd release this as a separate episode and split up a little bit should we start off with annual passes?
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah? Yeah, that's the big news, isn't it?
1: Yeah, so beginning of this one, well, beginning of April, um, they announced some price rises for the annual passes. They, I mean, they hadn't just announced them, then, they they had announced they were incoming, so people did know that, you know, if you wanted to renew, then, you know, now's the time kind of thing. Um, but There's been a few changes, and... and you know, that's really why we wanted to discuss it. So all of the passes have have gone up by anywhere between 20 and 50 euros ish. Yeah. Uh, It's about the kind of standard of it. Um, but it's what some of those passes now don't let you do, which I think is, is key. So you've got the discovery and the magic flex, which have always been the, the, on the cheaper side of things in terms of passes. Um, they're up now at 179 and 259 euros, which, I mean, is still yeah. pretty good value. Yeah, um, it
0: really is, especially the the Magic Flex, considering you still get 300 days of the year yes. included in that, and discounts.
1: Well, and the other thing as well uh, with with these passes is even with those two lower-tier ones, if you're staying on Disney property at one of their hotels, you can still get in yeah on a blackout date so that's something to bear in mind i don't really promote that fact but that is unless they have secretly changed it without saying making a public statement i don't it's think they am aware of no i don't think they, they they would but um yeah don't promote the fact but you you can if you're staying on property you can get in with your hotel access pass so just something to bear in mind um the magic plus is the one that i really want to highlight because that's the one that i went for yeah. Uh, when I got my pass, you went for the infinity. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when I was weighing up what I wanted to get, you know, I had to think about what the extra perks were with the infinity over the magic plus. Now at that time, it was a privileged car park, which I wasn't really going to use. An extra 10% on sh- off shopping. So 20% yeah. rather than 10, which don't get me wrong. is good, but you've got to factor in how much you think you're, you're likely going to spend uh, slightly cheaper hotels, the um, photo pass, which yep. is what now seventy nine, I think. Yeah. Um, so you got that included. So you'd have to take that off the cost of the annual pass as well. Um, you also got um, luggage, guest like guest storage, luggage, uh, wheelchairs, and kennels. I don't know anyone that's used the kennels, but you got that. Uh, oh, and the strollers, of course. You got all of that free of charge as well. Um, that, in this latest update, is no longer available. You still get your non alcoholic aperitif, though. Yeah. Um, but you don't get that. Now, the strollers, or was it the wheelchair? There was a thing recently, the wheelchairs, I think, where there's a, there's a lack of them. Yeah. So they're now making you put down a 200 euro deposit. Yeah. <laughs> which is a lot, but it's a deposit. Yeah. So you're going to get it back as long as you return it. So as long as you don't leave it lying around, you've got nothing to worry about. Uh, but people have been taking those and that's and they haven't got many left, which is why they've changed that. Um. So that's a big part to lose out on. Um. And also the guest storage. Now, I was thinking a lot about this because it, it bugs me that you don't get that anymore. But... Uh, I think guest storage, unless they've increased the price of that, is about 10 euros for a suitcase. Yeah. I think 5 euros for a small bag. Um, so, again, that's something you've got to factor in. But the difference between a Magic Plus and an Infinity is 150 euros.
0: Yeah.
1: So, okay, take off the 80 euros. So that's what um, uh, my math is all
0: 370, 379. Yep.
1: Okay, so you're looking at €80 extra difference between the two. Now, if one of your main reasons for having one is just so you can get access to guest luggage, for example, you've got to use it eight times for you to have saved that money. So is it really, you know, are you going to? Probably not. So, you know, a, a lot of things to consider. And... I mean, I suppose one of the reasons for them doing it is to try and get people to go for the Magic Plus. Uh, sorry, it's to go for yeah. the Infinity rather than the Magic Plus. So, you know, I mean, the the one thing with the Magic Plus, you still get access to the annual pass nights, which you don't on those lower tiers. Um, but it is really going to give me something to think about when my pass comes up for renewal as to what I want to do. Um, so, yeah, that's just something to bear in mind because that's just happened. Um. Oh, actually, I didn't realise. If on the lowest on the discovery pass, you don't get any discount in the shops. It's only the no. Magic Flex. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So that's just been announced. That has caused a few eruptions. The other thing, which really has upset people, is the sponsorship.
0: Now I've not heard about this.
1: So the, the sponsorship program originally was if you um, if you sponsor somebody to get an annual pass. So that basically, if you recommend somebody to get an annual pass, um, there were certain times in a the year. There were two six-month windows where you could get three free, free uh, people to buy annual passes, and if you did um, on completion of that, you'd all get extra months at you know added onto your pass. Right, yeah, and that's been stopped. Now that's something that they've, they've done for years and years and years, and they didn't even announce that forthcoming. That was just announced on the day that the annual passes had changed. So that had upset a lot of people. Now, what they've said is that anybody that's got, because you get stamps on that on a card. Yeah. So anyone that's got a completed card, we'll still get that um, added onto their account this year. Okay. It's just that going forward, that's not. And also, all these changes are um, are not included retrospectively. So, my Magic uh, Plus Pass now. Um, while I've still got it, I've still got all the benefits that I had before. Yeah. It's only if you buy your pass now after the 2nd of April that you don't get those. Okay. So, they, they, you know, they're not taking those privileges away yet, but when I renew, it will be without those if I keep to the same pass. Okay. So, yeah. So that's that's the annual pass situation in terms of that. Um, but I think you wanted to talk about the, the perks they've announced.
0: Yeah. So in the last couple of days, I believe, I'm not sure when they're due in. Um, It might even be that they're, they're in now. Um, Let me find it. Give a shout out to, to someone that we follow, ED92. Um, Great for on the, on the spot stuff. They're in the parks every day. Um, But posted an article or a, a Facebook post um, in the last couple of days, that there's going to be some new 2019 annual pass uh, merchandise. Um, now, I'd never seen that they'd had specific merchandise before. I might be wrong. Um,
1: I, I don't remember seeing any, to be honest.
0: No. Um, but they posted, so I know there's a pin. Um, there's a, a, a lanyard. Yeah. Um, and the 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 big one for me that was something different that i actually really liked was there's a, a glass tankard being released mm. um good good for drinking out of while recording podcasts um <laughs> from what i could i could kind of tell from it um but all the stuff looked really nice i, I liked the design on it. it it featured uh the usual mickey and minnie um I'm just trying to find the pictures, and I'll I'll share it onto our page um, once this episode comes out.
1: I think the pin, it wasn't a pin of the castle with yeah. the date, and I don't know if Mickey was on it, but I remember Minnie Mouse being on it.
0: No, I'm just trying to find it. Oh, now I'm being told I've been on Facebook for too long. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Stop putting restrictions on yourself.
0: Yeah, I know. I have to do it at work. <laughs> um, I can't even find the blooming thing now um they post so much stuff on ad 92 that it, uh, it disappears I've, really quickly
1: i've i've seen stuff on their twitter feed and thought i'll oh, look at that later on and then completely yeah. as you say it's been swamped by everything else yeah so you do lose uh you do lose what yeah uh, it, they're talking i can't
0: about. find i can't find it now but i'm sure that was that was everything that was was being released there might have been a t-shirt i'm not sure um but yeah the the basic with the the lanyard the pin and the the glass tankard um that I really liked I liked all of them, so that just the designs were were really nice
1: yeah i think I think they've done pins before, but I've definitely not seen anything else no so that's interesting also this trip actually i I saw um spirit jerseys for the first time
0: yes, and I looked at them as well while I was there.
1: What colors did they have when you were there?
0: They, had, they only had the black and the pink ones.
1: Uh, see, when I was there, they only had, they had pink everywhere, oh, sorry, rose gold everywhere yeah. except for uh, the Newport Bay shop and they had black ones. But they see, were the only, only place, place on I, property.
0: Only place I saw the black ones were in Fantasyland, opposite Dumbo, that little shop as it bends round after you've gone oh. past the, the beanstalk. Yeah. There's like a little outside shop on that, that bend as you head round towards where they do the Alice in Wonderland meeting greets.
1: Yeah.
0: It was just in that little outside shop that I saw them just as we were about to leave.
1: Interesting.
0: That was the first time I spotted them. But now they're they're available on Shop Disney.
1: Yeah, I've seen that. I've uh, I've not seen how much they are on there. They were €59. Euros. Yeah. And I just thought it's, a for me, a bit rich for a jumper that I'm not going to wear very often. And I have heard... Uh, complaints from people, actually, of the quality.
0: Yeah, I didn't lack of quality. Very, yeah, I didn't think they were very good quality. I, I kind of felt them because I thought about buying one because mm. I was originally I was going to get someone to get me the, the Disneyland Pirates of the Caribbean one and looked at the price and kind of balked at it because they were like eighty dollars. Wow. And I thought, no, I'm not paying that. And then I thought I'll just have a look and see because I'd read that they were meant to be getting them back in that weekend while we were there. Right. And I hadn't spotted any, anything on the Saturday. And then on the Sunday, I, I saw them at that little little outlet and I thought, I'll go and have a look and see what they're like. And I, I felt them and I thought, do you know what? It just feels like a, a really thick t-shirt.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't think they're supposed to be warm jumpers. No. But at the same time, as you say, it just feels quite uh, quite cheap for, for what the cost of them. Yeah, that's the thing, and I don't wear jumpers enough. I don't know why I don't wear jumpers very often, but I don't wear them enough to justify paying sixty uh, euros for for one. And also no. as well, like uh, no, I, I hate saying this, but they're so common now as well. Yeah, like you see so many people wearing them, and nothing wrong with wearing the same stuff as other people. But it almost it's almost become a bit of a joke about them. Yeah. Um, when I went to the last time that I went to, uh, Orlando, uh, I went to Disney Springs because that was when they first had come out yeah. and, uh, it was, I don't know if it was the first ones that had come out, but my wife had seen an, uh, an 82 Epcot one and she really liked it. And she said like, that's what I want you to bring back from your trip to Orlando. So I went there and I bought one for her and I bought one for my daughter. And they were, I, I thought they were well made. I, can't, yeah. I said I can't remember how much they cost at the time, uh, but they they were well made. Um, but yeah, I, I just wasn't very impressed with the Disneyland Paris ones. No, real shame. Yeah, there you
0: go. Definitely felt like a cash in. No, I was going to say that say that to you. Did you uh, did you manage to pick up the book?
1: No, I they, they, they had one in the Pirates of the Caribbean shop. It was essentially like a display copy. Yeah, it didn't actually have any for sale, so no, I was quite annoyed about it actually.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> I thought, oh, oh, great, they're getting them back in just before Nick goes, and they must have sold them all out again.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's not they haven't announced it's a limited edition thing.
0: No. Um,
1: but yeah, it, they just seem to go quite quickly so yeah yeah never mind uh they, they funnily enough actually because you mentioned parts of the caribbean they released a key today
0: yes yeah Maybe i was just that? looking at that
1: yeah so um i mean i've not got any of the keys no um, i think it's one of those things which on its own is not very good but if you had of the others would be quite cool yeah um so i'm not that sad that i've not got one but um somebody bought 21 now, this is a limited release thing, right? So I get why they bought so many, but I just really think... And it's not a Disneyland Paris thing. It, it happens in all the parts. But I think yeah. if you've got a limited edition item, you've really got to narrow it down.
0: Yeah. No, you shouldn't be allowed more than about two.
1: No. I think that's i think that's what it should be. Two per person. Uh, two per paying person as well. Yeah. So you can't have your four kids all all having ones that you're paying for. Um. Yeah, I I just thought it was it was a bit poor, really.
0: Yeah. No, I but. totally agree.
1: Um. Oh yeah, the only other thing about annual passes—this this happens in the last twenty-four hours—is the going back to the the uh, luggage storage is that they have now split it up into two. So yes. there are now two separate queues. There's a fast pass queue for. Annual pass holders of uh, Magic Plus and Infinity, and that was interesting. So the sign is actually for Magic Plus and Infinity, so they're yeah. to change that at some point. Um, and the other queue is uh, just for people paying on the day. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was quite interesting, and is a big help because the queues that I saw some days, especially obviously towards the afternoon, you know, were really big queues. Yeah. To get their luggage back. So I think it's good that they've they've kind of they have obviously you know are having more people working there um and are trying to reduce those queues so i think that's that's a positive step in the right direction
0: yeah no definitely and and i queued for a little while on the the sunday when we we checked in and checked out um even even at lunchtime it was it was still fairly busy on the sunday mm. and so so yeah that's a that's a great idea and it's the same way they've done it with the the entrance as well um, to get in with your annual pass.
1: Yes, I did. I did take advantage of the um, the Infinity and Magic Plus. Um, yeah, we did as well. Lines. Oh, they they let you go in together, like that.
0: Yeah. Ask yeah, it. because I would bought the ticket on the annual pass. Yeah. Um, it's the same that he was allowed into to the extra Magic Hours with it's, me. Yeah. So.
1: That's good. I mean, there's no reason why you shouldn't do, but you ne- you know, you're never quite sure, are you?
0: No, uh, exactly. It would be a bit
1: silly to say, well, no, your son has to go in a different queue. Um, but yeah, uh, that, that's good to know, though. That is good to know. Yeah. Um, was there anything else in terms of annual passes that you wanted to talk about?
0: I don't think so. I think that that kind of covers everything on on that. Um, yeah. Not the greatest of news for for a lot of people, obviously. <laughs>
1: No, I mean, some people still think that even with the price increases that they're still far too cheap.
0: Yeah, and um, I said that today. Yeah. If you compare them to the US parks, then they are ridiculously cheap. Yeah,
1: you can't. The thing is, you can't really... I, I, I hate that argument about comparing it to the US parks because the, both these parks are much smaller than the American parks. Mm. Both of them.
0: And no, the Disneyland park is bigger than Disneyland in... California.
1: How many attractions has it got in comparison?
0: Yeah, you can say that it has got less attractions because, in fact, Disneyland has got more attractions than Walt Disney World. Exactly.
1: So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in terms show. in terms of of uh, floor space, then yes, you, you can have that argument. But in terms of what you are actually getting for your money, yeah. um, and we all know the studios is a half day park. Um, and we'll, you know, become even more of a half-day park with all the closures that we're now going to talk about. Yeah. Um, because obviously, since we last recorded, they have officially gone. Uh, yeah. Disney Junior Live and um, well, Disney Junior Armageddon. Live on stage. Yeah. And Armageddon. <laughs> yeah. Now, Armageddon had a big closing ceremony. Yeah. Which I thought was quite funny for such a, a an unloved attraction. Um, I was going to go on it one last time. And we didn't, because every time we passed that, the queue looked to be about 15 minutes, which is 14 minutes too long for me to stand and wait for Armageddon, for yeah. even if it was going to be the last time. Um, so I didn't get to go on it, but it had a closing ceremony. They had a little bit of uh, exclusive merch. They were selling on the last day as well.
0: And giving away bits of the rock from outside the ride.
1: Yeah, which I thought was a, a nice touch. I yeah. would have quite happily taken some of that. Nothing like a bit of a Disney memento um but uh i think you showed me the picture they've, they've already started work
0: yep the the well, digger's already in Yep, digger's already in taking certainly taking the paths up around it mm. um to start laying what we've got to guess is going to be god knows in fact what they're repath it with and and everything around there whether it's going to be like a parade ground or or something like that for for Avengers and Agents of Shield recruits and and things like that. We don't know at the moment, but um, it has that bit. I suppose that bit of the park has taken quite a battering over the last few years with with parades and stuff coming out of that that route and and things like that. So probably start with that first and then expand into the the attractions.
1: Yeah. So we know Spider Man's going in there. That's definitely been confirmed. Yeah. Um. It's just what they're going to do with the rest of that that area. Yeah. Um, we're still waiting for confirmation. Is heavily rumored that it's going to be Doctor Strange, in yeah. uh, Playhouse. Uh, sorry, Playhouse Disney Disney Junior live on stage. Yeah. What's the old name? Um. But yeah. So it'd be We've interesting got the if Ant- that happens.
0: Ant Man restaurant as well. Is that what it's going to be? Yeah. It's apparently going to be a, a gastro restaurant. That's themed to to Ant Man.
1: Really small portions.
0: Yeah.
1: I saw the video actually after you talked about it, I saw the video of the uh the writer. Yeah. yeah. I actually didn't think it was as bad as you made it sound. It's Mr. Just a negative.
0: It's just an, <laughs> it's just another cheap overlay though.
1: Oh yeah, it is. But I mean at least it you know, it looks like I've done some work on the cars in terms of like the actual equipment on them, like the guns yeah. and stuff. Look a bit better or a little bit more up-to-date than Buzz Lightyear did. Um, I thought they made the screens work quite well. Yeah. Being interlinked with it. But, yeah, I mean, it, it, it is just what it is, isn't it? Yeah. You know, that it, it, that needs a proper overhaul if you're going to make a big a big change. Um, it'll give it a good few more years of life. I still think Ant-Man and the Wasp is was a little bit of a weird two- characters especially because yeah. they haven't like in in that part of the world they haven't got the restrictions that the other parks have got. No, so I you know I wonder why they went for Ant Man and the Wasp rather than you know an Avengers shooting attraction or you know like Hulk or Thor or whatever. Like it just seems like it was an odd choice for me.
0: Yeah, and I don't know. Maybe Ant Man did fairly well out there. I don't know. Could be. But-
1: yeah. Could be.
0: Um, it was great to see the. Uh, certainly, Paul Rudd is, is really getting involved in all of this. Um, recently, he's he was out there for the opening, um, and he's he was at California Adventure yesterday as part of the the new initiative that they're they're doing with Disney. Yep. And he deserves it. He's he's had a a solid career and never really got that big break. So hopefully now he he will get something from this and he really seems invested in it. So good for him. I can't imagine that he started his career thinking I'm going to have an attraction in a Disney park.
1: Not when he was making Clueless.
0: No, certainly not.
1: Even though he doesn't look like he's aged a day since then, to be honest. And,
0: and he's 50 today. Jesus. But him and Robert Downey Jr. are exactly the same age. Just a couple of days between them.
1: Hang on. So Robert Downey Jr. is only 50 as well.
0: Yeah. Turn in the middle
1: of the week. Yeah. My God, didn't realize that. Paul Rudd, where's where it better? Yeah. I do I think. That, I think I thought Danny Junior was older because he's been around longer.
0: Yeah. I
1: think that's what it is. But. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um. Yeah. So it's it's going to be interesting what they they obviously do in the studios. We've we've talked about it quite a lot. Um. I I just want to. I want some more concrete announcements, and I want to know what's, what's happening. I went on rock and roller coaster a load of times when I was there as well, mainly because um, it's it's never very busy. Um, no, never is. You know, which is
0: a shame because it's still a great ride.
1: Yep, I mean, it, 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 a couple of times, or in certain on certain cars, it was definitely tired. Like we went on a couple of cars where the music wasn't synchronized properly. Um, and others where it was just a little bit rough. Like Ryan went on it once, and he sat in a particularly bad seat, and he was like, "I, I can't go on this again, not not today." Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it, it it definitely needs a bit of TLC. Um, my my concern really with it is if they're doing what I think they're doing with it, um, even though it's going to bring people to go on it that may not have gone on it for a while because it's a new theming, it's still yeah. the same ride. And I don't yeah. really get why a ride that's as good as it is—I mean, it's a—it's a good coaster—why um, it doesn't get more people on it. Yeah. So I—I'm—I'm I'm worried that if it's just going to be an overlay and they're not going to make any major differences to the cars or the restraints, <laughs> that it's not actually going to re- improve the traffic.
0: No, but I think that end of the park is going to be busier mm. than it is currently because all you've got really is. But Armageddon and previously the Spider-Man meet and greet. Yeah,
1: there's not much tracking you up there, is there?
0: No, not at all. And I think if it's you're actually walking into a land, people are going to see that, especially if it has got the art reactor as the, the artwork has shown, that you're you're literally going to walk into that land and the art reactor is going to be right in front of you. Mm. People are going to go, oh, yeah, definitely, let's go, go and get on that.
1: Yeah. I definitely
0: think the redesign of the building will make a make a difference as well as the overall area.
1: Yeah, yeah, it could be. I mean, as much as I do like Aerosmith and obviously the music they they've got on that ride is great, uh, you know they're not exactly popular anymore. No. And I I I hope that's all it is. I hope it's just you know that retheming will bring people back to it. But I'm just I'm, I'm I'm holding out hope, but I'm not convinced. At this yeah. moment, at least, anyway. Um, still in the studios, and this is something you alerted me to, Yeah, is the art of animation.
0: Yeah, so the art of animation's been under work now for six weeks. It closed just before I went. Um, what used to house, obviously, the art of animation, there was a lot of artwork from films, like concept art and, and things like that. But in recent years, it's it's become kind of a home for a a meet-and-greet, normally a revolving meet-and-greet, depending on what film was coming out. Um, So we had Moana, we had Belle from the the live-action film, and and a few others over the last few years. But that that closed, as I said, and it's been under work for about six weeks, and nothing's been said about it. Um, Until recently, where it was announced that we will be seeing a new frozen meet-and-greet, Uh, Anna and Elsa will be returning to Disneyland Paris and the Art of Animation building will be home to that. Um, But it seems like there's a major change within the building being done. Um, And I'm wondering whether this will now become the Blue Sky building that a lot of the other parks have had with these major rebuildings. So launched by, we know Disneyland for a while had something that was kind of Marvel themed that you'd go through some exhibitions and then you'd be Thor at the end of it. Um, and I'm wondering whether this is what we're going to get at Disneyland Paris, That it's going to be home to the, the blue sky side of the frozen land. That's that's next on the list to be built after, after the Marvel land.
1: I just realized I've been talking on mute. <laughs> I was like, that's, a, that's an awful long pause for not saying anything today." Um What I was saying was, I don't even know why I was on mute, actually. Um, I was
0: checking. I was turning my volume up. I was doing everything. <laughs> t-
1: I took a swig of drink. and I, I was conscious that I was making too much noise. I, I That's why I put myself on mute originally, but still. Um, what I was saying was, is that I love blue sky areas. And uh One Man's Dream at Hollywood Studios, I used to love that bit at the end of it where you would have um you know concept art or videos playing of things they were building and that scale model they had of the park. Yeah. So I love anything like that. Um so yeah, I I'd be all up for having something like that in the parts, and because of just what they're doing at the moment and how long it's going to take, because it's twenty nineteen now. And yeah. I think it's going to be another five years or so before you know, it's all open or on the yeah. verge of being open. So there's a lot of stuff that they could show to drum up some interest, especially with a lack of other things that are going to be available in the park. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I, mean, I, saw, I saw something else from Media 92 about the, the, the advert that we're recruiting for this uh, Frozen meet and yeah. greet there. And I don't know if it's going to be a bit of a show as well. Yeah. or it's just going to be a meet and greet so it'll be interesting um it, it's obviously going to tie into the release of Frozen 2 later this year yeah um but whatever it is i mean Anna and Elsa are obviously two of the most popular meet and greet characters they had been Disneyland Paris it caused all sorts of problems so i think having a a permanent place for them to be wouldn't be a bad thing no.
0: um
1: especially because you know we don't know how big this new Frozen is going to be, but it's going to be big, isn't yeah. it? It's not going to be a, a quiet film for Disney. They're no, dine out on this for for years to come, especially building a new land as well. So, um, yeah, I think it's I think it's good they're doing something with it. Really,
0: yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's it's needed a refresher, that's for sure. It's been the same stuff in there for for a long time, and and the reason why they they had those revolving meet and greets in there, I think, was to to bring people in there.
1: Well, I mean, that film, and I think we might have talked about it before in another episode, but that film has got to be about 20 years old now. Yeah. Because they were talking, it, it featured Mushu, didn't it, from yep. Milan, um, when he was still a current character. Um, yep. And it featured Chris Sanders before Lilo and Stitch. That was 2001 yep. that came out. So it's got to be about 99, 2000, that film was made yeah um, and was just tired, really, yeah, you know the quality of it obviously hadn't never been updated, so it wasn't in h d uh and it showed, and yeah it's it I liked it, but I can't remember the last time I did it
0: no, no, I'd go in there, I'd occasionally go and take some photos of some of the concept art mm. and and some of the i know they had the the single single plane camera in there, yes, um which is one of only three. That still exist, I believe. Yeah. Um, ones in the Walt Disney Family Museum, ones in the studio still, uh, and Paris had the other one. Um, so that's a real shame if that's not going to be in there. Um, yeah, it'd
1: be interesting to see what if they do keep anything because there's yeah. no reason why they couldn't keep stuff like that, really. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, I'm just I'm just glad they're doing something with it because at the moment it yeah. look very sorry with those you know big wall uh holdings up around the building yeah. um it just yeah it just looks like a sad sight really
0: yeah it really does it's it's a real shame mm. um cuz it is it's it's a very much a f- focal point as you come into that park and to walk out and see all that kind of boarded off is it's quite sad at the moment but hopefully it's for for the better of the park
1: yeah yeah i think it, i think it will be um something else which uh, has come out in the last few days as well is that uh, Disneyland Paris is going to get Bo Peep.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Now, we're hoping it's not scary plastic face Bo Peep.
0: I, I really hope it's not.
1: Um, but regardless, um, this will obviously be to tie in with Toy Story 4. Yeah. yeah I didn't realise, probably because I never thought about it, but um, unlike the other parts, we never got Lotso.
0: No, we didn't he Toy Story he's, a,
1: three.
0: he's appeared at, didn't he appear at fan days I believe
1: I think yes he did and uh, he wasn't he there at the 25th anniversary parade as well
0: um yeah he might have been I don't think he was one of the characters that, that walked out I think he was on one of the like the parade floats that came yes. out at the end
1: yeah I think you're ah. I think you're right he did I, I, I definitely don't remember him walking anywhere but I'm sure no. I remember seeing him so yeah. that would make sense um but yeah, I just I just uh, I d- I didn't realise that. But it's it's good that they're. I- I've had a look. Um, Smith's Toys in the UK have have already started putting up for pre order the the range of toys from Toy Story Four. Yeah. And uh, there's there's f- three different types of Bo Peep that I saw at various different price points, which I think is a hundred percent more Bo Peep merchandise than I've seen in the last twenty years.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely, Um,
1: don't do much. They they have done stuff with her. That's a lie. But it's been very, very rare. Like I remember, there was a clock for Toy Story Two, a three D clock type of thing. That you know, there was a figurine of her and some sheep. Um, I think there's been cuddly toys at some point, but there's not been much. No, so it's it's good that you know. I mean, I know she's obviously a, a focal point of this film, but. It's good they're actually doing some merchandise for her. Um, yeah. They've also got Woody and Buzzes where um, it doesn't say what you shout out, admittedly, on the packaging. But if you shout something out to them, they both drop to the floor. Yeah. So I don't know if it's going to be an Annie's coming or a Bonnie's coming or whatever, but um, they I thought they look quite quite interesting. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's, it's good that they've actually thought ahead and they're actually going to have something represented in the parks of Toy Story 4.
0: Yeah, this, it's very rare that they they get on top of this and it seems to come as a, a second thought after a film's come out. Mm. Um, well, look how long it took to get Jack Sparrow into the parks. Very true. That's Did, very he true. only started meeting in Paris, what, two years ago?
1: Yeah, I think, well, I think it was when the ride reopened. Yeah,
0: that yeah. he'd never been... In the parks at all, which is just ridiculous for the probably the biggest franchise Disney have got that's under their own name mm. um, even now it's still probably their biggest money maker as a as a franchise under the disney Disney banner yeah um, so yeah they they need to get on top of actually thinking about doing things before a film comes out, yeah. And I know they don't want to get stung on the backside because most of their live-action stuff flops, but still.
1: Yeah, but I think with a lot of this stuff, it is corporate synergy. Like I remember we, we were out in, uh, in, in Florida when uh, Tangled was coming out. Yeah. And Tangled hadn't come out at this point. I think it was coming out for Thanksgiving, and we were there in October. But they just started doing meet and greets with Flynn and Rapunzel. Yeah, in Epcot very very strangely I don't know why it happened to be in Epcot but they did. and the queues and the to meet them were, were really big now I think a lot of that was to do with the fact that they were brand new characters so there is that element of meeting or having your picture taken with characters before everyone else has done but when you've got stuff like that in the parks that is it, corporate synergy it, it drives yeah. people to be aware of the product Disney are awful in my opinion at promoting their films. I think, yeah. I think they're terrible at doing it. Marvel always produced good trailers. Even yep. like the, a Marvel film that you don't think you want to see, um, they managed to make a trailer that makes it look half decent. Yeah, always. exactly. Uh, and Star Wars are the kings when it comes to yep. that. I mean, no matter what people felt about The Last Jedi, everyone was going to see that film.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know. And even even before that, even George Lucas produced decent trailers.
1: Oh, absolutely! But what I mean is, is I mean that's I, I imagine that's done in house at Lucas, yeah. Um, and Marvel Studios are obviously in charge of doing their trailers. It's not Disney; yeah. they're just Disney franchises. But it's the parallel between those through th- those three, um, and the quality. You know, I've, I've there's been numerous, uh, Disney films. You know, I'm I'm thinking of things like uh, Nutcracker and the Four Realms and uh, A Wrinkle in Time where yeah. those trailers like didn't make me go oh, I need to see this film. Yeah. Um they just I don't think they do a good job of marketing their stuff and even when if they do do a good trailer you don't see them. No. I don't I don't know what I don't know where they get this this from. Um but you never I mean for Dumbo I've seen adverts online or trailers online. Um I don't think I've seen any posters for it at bus stops or on the tube or on, on the side of buses no nothing and the only time i've seen adverts for it have been on like disney channels in the uk
0: yeah and that's this is the thing though people have come out and said that shazam's been badly marketed and it has don't get me wrong but uh,
1: i've seen a lot more posters still... for shazam than i have dumbo
0: yeah exactly we were sitting in a restaurant today and just happened to look out the window and there's zach levi looking at me
1: well that's just because he's in town
0: well, yeah, it just <laughs> follows me around. What can yeah. I say? Um, but yeah, Disney just—and I don't know whether they think they don't need to.
1: I think it is. I think it's the brand sells itself, which, yeah. again, you know, is true. But at the same time, if you—if—if if you think that's what Disney rely on, so say a hundred percent, or they think a hundred percent of Disney fans pay attention to all their advertising and marketing. Even if that was the case. If there's a trailer out, what you know, what's the percentage that are going to actually go and pay money to see that film? 50%, 25%? Yeah. And that's of their core audience. You can't just rely on Disney's core audience for them to go and see a film. You need to get that out to the masses.
0: Yeah.
1: Because, I mean, Definitely things right. like The Nutcracker, that's not – I know it's a Disney film, but it's not really a Disney it, – it, it's not in the same style as a Disney film would be. No. It would have a much broader appeal – Than people that only go and watch Disney films. So, why are they not plugging that more? They spend a lot of money on these things. And as we've talked about before on other podcasts, like they're they're just not making money. And that's why we keep getting these remakes because they do make money. Yeah. Um, That's it. Um, On Pop After Dark, which will be coming out around the same time this episode drops, um, you know, me and Ben talk about and review Dumbo. And one of us liked it and one of us didn't. But we talked about the marketing on there being lacklustre, Um yeah. You know, and I think that's one of the reasons why the, the, the remakes are a little bit different because I think there's a bit more word of mouth with those. But they just don't do a good enough job advertising them. No. I don't think.
0: No, really so. don't.
1: But yeah, I mean, Toy Story 4 is one of those films that is going to sell itself. I think if you've got, you know, with things, especially the Pixar films, because there's normally a lot of toys that go around with them as well, then you see them in supermarkets and you see them in toy shops. And, you know, there's other ways of being aware that a film is coming out. Yeah. But Dumbo, there was a cuddly toy. There's one cuddly toy available. Yeah. And that's it. And that's only because I went looking to see if there was any merchandise out for it um otherwise there's no cross promotion of anything i think disney really miss and i know they've started doing it again recently in america but um you know disney was always famous for having those ties with mcdonald's
0: yeah exactly it was a it was a big thing wasn't it disney films coming out oh let's go and see what mcdonald's have got in their happy meals
1: well it was such a and i I don't know who you know whose side of the deal this this felt on that this was the case but um you know, because of it, there was. You know, Disney had to release films at certain times, yeah, and they had to tell McDonald's what they were doing when, and they had to then make the toys based on that franchise, and they had to come out. The films had to come out because the toys are going to be ready, and yep. they obviously plan their Happy Meal toys, you know, quite a far in advance. So, but because of that, you'd always be aware, especially as a kid, that there was a new Disney film out you know, cause you're going to McDonald's and you get getting your happy build. toy, so, and you're like, I want to go and see that film now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, and I know we've spoken about it on other podcasts and the, the big one that I remember and a lot of people will go, Oh God, was Oliver and company. And both of us have talked about remembering that, that tie in.
1: Yeah. Well, I remember the KFC one with the flashing headbands.
0: Yeah, well, exactly. And, it's just one of those things that was we were brought up on it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it says a lot. I mean, I remember being completely. Obs- this is slightly off topic, but uh, I remember being completely obsessed with the Land Before Time um, yeah. because I'd seen. I don't. I don't think I'd even seen the film, but I'd seen the hand puppets that Pizza Hut were offering. Yeah, and I was like, "Can we go and see this film?" Um, you know, it 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 really. Having cross promotion like that does a lot, yeah. And the only Disney promotions I've seen recently for films has been with Subway, and yeah. Subway do an awful job of marketing. They they do kids meals anyway, yeah. And what they offer as as you know gifts are pretty awful. It's normally like stickers or something. So I don't think it actually does a good job of doing cross promotion at all. Um, uh-huh. So I know in America that um, they've started to do tines again. Yeah. so you know i think it's about time they they start doing that in, in europe as well
0: yeah i wonder whether they've got a deal still at the moment because they did a lot of universal stuff didn't they dreamworks and
1: and they, the like so they do most of most of um yeah most of the dreamworks films or uh illumination yeah. they um they have ties for so uh yeah, you could you could well be right, but I mean they don't normally have an exclusive deal. They will only work with various companies at the yeah. moment. It's Lego, Lego Movie two, and uh, the next tie-in is going to be Team Titans, which are both obviously Warner. Yeah. Uh, but bet your bottom dollar when Life of Pets two comes out in June. Yeah. That will be the next one. So. Yeah. Yeah, I just think they need to do a better job of um, of cross promotion. Yeah. Um, On a
0: bit of a tangent there, but
1: well, it's unlike us to go on a tangent, isn't it? Let's let's be honest. Um, Was there any anything else that we've we've not picked up? Oh, I wanted to talk about Halloween, but was there anything else that you'd picked up on that we've not talked about? I don't
0: think so. Uh, We were we were talking earlier about the um, the spirit jerseys. um, Mm. That there is, there's a new one that they've launched. um, The Lion King spirit jersey. (laughs)
1: Yes, for the festival of the Lion King that's yeah. coming in June. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So there's that. That's a, an added one, uh, and I, I think there's a Toy Story one coming as well.
1: I'd be very shocked if we don't see one for the Return of Phantom Manor.
0: Yeah, I, I would hope they've already got one in, in the US for the that's, Haunted Mansion. So.
1: That's why I think we'll get one for Phantom Manor. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is looking increasingly like it. it's getting ready to open any time now.
0: Yeah, the rumor is next week.
1: Yeah, which uh, yeah, I can't wait to see what they do with uh, with that because the previews yeah. have been quite spectacular. Yeah, um, we've
0: become kind of um, obsessed with Phantom Manor in recent months. <laughs> that is true.
1: Yeah, we've talked a lot about the history of it and stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. True. So uh, if you haven't listened to those episodes, go back. Yeah, um, but yeah, the last thing I wanted to talk about, and again, this was because of planning a trip in October, um, is that. Uh, in Paris we don't really get Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween parties like we do in America well no. <laughs> nowhere does it like that they start in August for God's sake um, but usually or in previous years in Paris we've had um, you know Mickey's Not So Scary for a, a few nights in October um, this year they've announced that there's going to be two Halloween ticketed events one is going to be on the 26th of October and the other one's going to be on the 31st of October Um they're going to go on till I think it's 1am, possibly 2am, yeah. actually thinking about it. But, you know, they're going to go into the night. They're going to start about 8 o'clock-ish. I think they're going to be run the, the usual way, which is evacuate everybody from the park and then let people back in, which I think is ludicrous. I don't know why they don't operate an armband system like you get in most other parks. No. It's just so much of a faff. Um It's it's, it's crazy. Um But uh the, the 26th, uh, is going to be I think 51 euros I think it's 59 euros for the the 31st of October one they're both going to be the same there's not going to be any difference between the two Um, there's going to be parades and special meet and greets and costumes Um, but yeah it, it, I just thought I'd, I'd mention that because I hadn't actually – I didn't realize what the pricing was. It was only because I phoned up the other day to ask about annual pass rate for a hotel room that I did that. So, which is something we're going to talk in a future episode about hotel rooms and and rates and stuff because I've – because of what I've been doing this week and also Craig now is possibly going next year. Uh, I've been talking to him about that and uh, I found some interesting things out – in terms of uh, room only Uh, and I'll give you a little teaser I found that it's actually almost the same price on Expedia for a room only rate than it was for me to phone up and get my annual pass discount yeah so which I thought was quite surprising so we will talk about that on probably the next episode of this podcast yep Um, but if there's nothing more from yourself then we'll we'll wrap this one up no I don't think so no I
0: think that's that's everything
1: well, catching up you. on a,
0: on a month's worth of uh, news over two episodes.
1: That's it. See, we started off apologising for not doing enough in in or doing anything in March, and here we are, beginning of April. We've already knocked out two. Yeah. Don't say we don't give you value for money. Mu- <laughs> for money for a free <laughs> podcast. Although, if you and want the, to support the look, podcast, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Patreon dot com. This after dark. Um, where, yeah, this. Diz After Dark, Universe After Dark. Um, We're all supported, so uh, if you feel like throwing a few pounds our way, we'd greatly appreciate it. But uh, thank you for listening, thank you for downloading, and we'll see you for further episodes of Discover DLP soon.
0: Thank you very much, everybody.
1: of the After Dark Podcast Network.